Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. I'm Roxy and I have an unapologetic approach to everything I do. Y yo soy Ruby, a traditional woman with a modern perspective on life. We're going to be talking about social media, hot topics, pop culture, relationships, politics, sports, and everything in between. Buckle up. Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Prepare for takeoff. Three, two, one. Regresamos. Welcome to another episode of Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Ruby is obviously missing because you guys can't hear her in the background. Porque esta comadre, pues, you know, thank God for work. And she got booked to do an interview with este Gael Garcia Bernal, who's an actor. And so she ain't here. But we have, nevertheless, we have an amazing show prepared for you. And our last show was filled with um, testosterone and all kinds of energy. But it was cool because we had just taken a trip to La Paz. So me and Ruby were low energy. But now, today, we got two chingonas in the house with us. Seriously. Uh, the first one being my girl, Sky Gavin, who is a chief vision, the, the chief visionary officer of her own company, Conrob, which is a creative agency. And, you know, this is welcome, Sky. Thank you. I'm so fucking glad you're here with me and we could cuss. Okay. <laughs> so if you want to drop an F-bomb here and there, feel free. We're not going to get fined by the FCC. <laughs> we have freedom. No, but Sky, how long have I known you? We've known each other for a pretty long time, right? I'm going to say probably like maybe like seven, eight years. Yeah, I want to say eight years. We've known each other for a pretty long yeah. time. And you know what I love about maintaining uh, friendships with good people is like you really get to see their evolution in whatever they're doing, you know, like the other day I got invited to the Baby Bash Frankie J video shoot. They're, they, they're still, you know, making music yeah, I together. Love them. I love them. They're like such a great duo. And I got invited. Bash hit me up. He's like, yo, Rox, I'm going to be in town. Uh, I'm recording a, a, a video with, with Frankie. We have a new single coming out next month. And I want you to, to do, you know, come through, show love, possibly give you a little cameo. And I'm like, okay, cool. I, I, didn't, I didn't really, like, necessarily want, like, You're a like, cameo. sugar, sugar. Sugar, sugar, how'd you get so fly? <laughs> no, but I was like, I'm going to go support, you know. The, I've known Bash for since I kind of, like, began my radio career. Like, I started interning in 2000 but when I was doing radio in Palm Springs it was like 15 years ago and it was when his song Sugar Sugar had just came out and I he was it was the first time of him performing that song his single because the PD at that time at that station you should show that song a lot of love he said he had it like on power rotation so everybody knew that song oh my gosh Sugar Sugar it had such a catchy hook and he was one of the first Latino acts yeah that was repping like in hip hop but it was like a like a Mexican American vibe, yeah. Where you felt like you could understand his his biculturalness, yeah. Where he's 
American, but he's also Mexican. He's like the perfect Tex-Mex mix. The perfect combination. So I remember it was the first time he performed it, and I was the one that introduced him on stage at that concert. It was literally in the ballroom of a hotel, like not even usually where you typically have a concert, you know? And it was so crazy. So since that day, we've been friends. So to see him still in the game, you know, 15 years later, still creating music with Frankie J, I'm like... You know, there it, there's a lot to say about somebody that can keep themselves fresh, relevant, and just still making music, you know, because this this world, this industry that we're in is super competitive. Yeah, and I think the bottom line is surrounding yourself with good people Yep, all the time. And you can have longevity in anything when you have the right team or even the right associates, like the right people, yeah. friends. You obviously work with people, so you be, naturally become friends because you're such a workaholic. That you separate, per- you, you don't know how to separate personal from business, so it's all just one kind of world. And it's important to just stay focused on being around good people, because those good people usually know other good, good people. Good people, exactly. They That's never why hang I- out with whack people. Good people know good people. Yeah. Period. That's why I surround myself with people like Sky. I always, I've always told you, Sky, and I think we've always believed in each other, which is the most important thing. I think that's one of the most important things out of a quality friendship, because... I don't call everybody a friend. That's for sure. And neither if you're listening to this, you shouldn't call anybody a friend either. But I actually know people, too, that they're like, oh, my God, they meet a girl for a month. My BFF, you know, they meet a guy for two months. Oh, my God, like my best friend forever. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't I don't really believe in titles like that when it comes to friendships. I just think that when you have a solid quality friendship, you just know that. Yeah. And you don't have to label it. Yeah. And and in my case with you, you were. You were like this paramount moment for me where you taught me the definition of value. You showed me how to value myself, how to price myself out, where I might have been back in the day, back, back, back when we were collaborating. We always collaborate. But back then when we first started collaborating, I remember it was like it was such a funny story because I I told you I was editing something for you and I was physically editing at that time. By the way, we're going to talk about your company, Conrob, and what you guys do because Sky is a beast at what she does. She's an amazing editor, but like you're beyond that. Yeah, you're I, a visionary. I, 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 don't edit any, I haven't edited like in over five years. But back then, I remember I was cutting something for you, and I told you, oh, um, it was something we were talking about a budget, and I was like, does two? I was kind of questioning like how much I could charge, and at that time, I didn't really know like the value of digital, and we were all, you and I were already like stepping into the digital world. Yeah, and then I said, um, does like two thousand work for you? And you're like, perfect. And then I was like, oh, you know, how much was your budget? And you're like, oh, I would have paid double that. Know your value, girl. <laughs> and I was like, damn, I should have I should have said 4000 But from that point forward, like I started reassessing my own value. Mm-hmm. So you had instilled learning and knowing your own value. Yeah, a must. Which is a must. It's a must. It's a must because you have people undercutting what we do all the time, cheapening the art and, and not putting in 100% of love like we do. And... In art, you know, we're in the business of selling art at the end of the day. So although we're, we're here to make change and create waves and do all that, we have to understand that we're businesswomen at the end of the day. Yeah, totally. And the next guest that's coming in, she's a businesswoman too. So today it's all about like stepping up your business game and not being afraid to be a visionary, right? And saying like, yeah, I haven't edited for five years because I'm on to something else. Like I'm on this wave that's like going places and... I, you know, I think people that stepped into the digital world many, many, many years ago, I think they're all visionaries and I think they're all killing, not not everybody, but some of the biggest YouTubers that are killing it are because they 
I think they started YouTube as a hobby, not necessarily knowing that it was going to take off the way it did. Right. And so I I was actually reading something and you're going to love this. I found I found this. I don't know. I love to read. And so I found this that it was saying that um, more now more more than 44 million Americans have a side hustle over 44 million Americans. So, you know, the days of having a job and just depending on your job to give you money those days are long gone. But guess what? It's more of the millennials that are doing this, you know? So it was saying, it says, that's how many Americans are reporting to have a side hustle and that extra dough is becoming a key part of making ends meet, especially for young people, according to this new study. So I was like, you know what? Let me do millennials. Like so many people have so many, many different definitions of what a millennial is. And actually, Sky, let's talk about how your company, Conrob, your guys' motto I guess, or hashtag is hashtag FMBM for millennials by millennials. So like, what exactly do you do with Conrob? Well, Conrob at first, it started about exactly in 2010. And I was working at NBC as an intern. Then I became an assistant there. And I was able to make friends with um, this, this, this executive there named Kendra Carter, who I'm still friends with till this day. What up, Kendra? <laughs> and um, I had a film premiere there, which was called Gordita, which you were in. Yeah, that was my first. That was my first like independent. Yeah, that was a big film for us, and it, and it got picked up by NBC, and it was distributed through them. And, Where can and people find Gordita? They can find it online on, on YouTube. On YouTube, on go, YouTube. go Google Gordita. Okay, yeah, it was by Debbie Wolf. She's incredible. She's incredible. Yeah, my friend Cass Kip and a bunch of people were a part of it. A bunch of great people were behind that. I play. And I played the sister, right? You did. I played, and it was so perfect because I, I swear, when you get to know my personality, you know, you know how to cast me. And since Sky knows yeah, my personality, yeah, you yeah, were casting. casting. She's like, you're gonna play the sister that finds this tape that makes this the girl, the gordita girl, snap out of it because she was so caught up in her gordita ness, like, oh my god, I'm not good enough, and my roles, and this and that. And I caught, and I made her snap out of it, and it that role came so natural to me. Yeah, and we saw it at the DGA. Yes, here there. So at the time, at the at around that time, I had just stopped doing music, and I became a little bit afraid of, of continuing my path in music because it seemed uncertain to me with digital taking over, and, and then Napster had happened, and all the, this music stuff was happening, and I was managing girl bands and girl groups. So I had discovered Becky G. Yes. Okay. Let me tell you guys. Sky discovered Becky G. That's because of you. I met her when she was like 11 years old. Yeah. Remember they used to call her Little Miha? Yeah, Little Miha. We had a little group Mija. called Glam. <laughs> yeah, Glam. She played Miha and Glam. And so I always I always knew that that kid was a star. You know? Dude, and look at her now. She's doing amazing things. She's doing great things. And um, I was her manager at the time. And, you know, got into this girl group and, and we did that. And then things ended up falling apart with the project. So we all went our separate ways. And then I decided to really, really focus on digital. And I met a guy named David Ortiz. And David Ortiz at the time was Vin Diesel's partner. And he greenlit with Donna Langley over at Universal Fast and Furious. Mm -hmm. I took a meeting with him and I was like, I'm trying to be the be the Latina Sherry Lansing. I want to make movies. I want to make the next Titanic, the next Forrest Gump, things like that. And he's like, girl, this is too crazy for you. Like, this is these are all dinosaurs roaming in these offices. You got to focus on digital. And at the time, they're calling it 2.0. So anyways, back to Kendra Carter. 
with that information that David Ortiz gave me saying, hey, focus on digital. I go back to Kendra Carter and I tell Kendra, hey, I want to start this company called Conrop. And I noticed that you guys don't have any digital presence on MySpace and any other platforms that were current at that time. So I saw a void and I saw a problem. So so Conrop served as a solution for yeah. that problem. So I said, well, I could just slag them videos. So I told her, how much, like, can you... Can you somehow like budget out that I could do five videos to show how you spend $10 million every year? And it can, it, it, it's beneficial for both parties where my service, my company, at the time it was a production company. Conrad started off as a production company. And I was going to service with video to show the behind the scenes of the festivals, of NBC shortcuts by Will Savince, things like that. And uh, in exchange, Kendra was going to fund it through NBC because she was the executive at NBC. So we did that for five years. And it was amazing. But it really wasn't cutting it where I wasn't learning the business part of things. Because I was just day-to-day production. Just shoot, distribute, shoot, distribute. And that's a grind in itself, It man. was so grindy. It was so grindy. I was doing so many other hustles. Like like the 44 million Americans, I had a bunch of side hustles. Yeah, I was casting. I was editing, producing, doing all kinds of stuff. And I just really wanted to focus. So I ended up taking a job at an MCN. And Which is what for the people listening? Like, it's what the a hell? Multi-channel the- network for YouTubers and different type of social media influencers. So you guys help uh, YouTubers with their content, right? We help expand their careers and build new businesses, right? Or, or not build new businesses there at the MCN. They more so just help with like optimization things like that. But I took it to a whole other level, where Effie Brown is the person that introduced me. She did Dear White People and Real Women Have Curves. She was the head, the head of a. The president there pretty much so she brought me into the fold a couple months later she left but in between that she introduced me to a girl named shay mitchell which is the girl from pretty little she's liars pretty right little liars pretty little liars yeah she's beautiful dude shay mitchell is the most banging girl on earth like and you got to film with her and travel with her right yeah she's- she she is a beautiful human being and incredibly intelligent yeah my favorite Smart collaborator businesswoman yeah smart gorgeous savvy, cute all of that, body all of that she's 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 a perfect 10 like perfection does exist shay mitchell and beyonce perfection oh my god right? by the way did and you roxy see? and yeah, roxy yeah, and roxy that's right with her braids just kidding <laughs> did you see beyonce debut her twins oh my god she broke the internet beyonce and, but okay. she owns the internet so she can't really be breaking the internet no well she broke it she I mean, owns it she all and you know what I love and and this goes back to just hustling people in general. But since our guest today were all women, like it just goes back to being a woman. Like Beyonce, to me, is the epitome of doing things on your own terms when you want, how you want. She designed that photo shoot. Her body is, I mean, snap back real. Qu- I mean, I'm sure there was a little bit of Photoshop in that picture, you know, because all of a sudden. You had a baby a month ago and you have the flattest stomach on earth. Those must be some good ass jeans because Beyonce is thick. And so what do you think about their names? Rumi and Sir Carter. Those are the names of her twins. I love it. I love them too. They're different, right? It's Rumi or is it Rummy? Sir Rumi? No, no. It's Rumi, Carter, and Sir Carter. Yeah, I like it. They're going to call him Sir. Yeah, sir. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Can I get you something, sir? <laughs> you, you better call me, sir. <laughs> no, but they were born June 13th in L.A., you know, surrounded with close family. But Beyonce, I just love it. She, Whenever she drops something, it's always done without any type of announcement. And it yeah. kills it. Look, like my my dream, my best collaboration to date has been with Shay Mitchell. 
She's the most hardworking person I know. And and uh, my dream collaborator would be Beyonce. Yeah, and you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if one day you collaborate with her because I feel like Beyonce has to have visionaries on her team. And it has to be a 50-50 deal where Beyonce and Jay-Z are equally involved in our collaboration. Ooh. Because I, I really love, my heart is with Jay-Z and my work ethic is with Beyonce. Like, I wrote him to my, my deck for Conrob when I was first, when I pitched Conrob around. And it says, we strive for perfection. Because everyone, you grow you up, are you grow a up perfectionist. with people. I'm such a perfectionist. I'm you really hard on my are. team. I'm super hard on everybody around me because I expect I expect to uphold the highest standard of everything. That's what makes us different. That we're we're perfectionists. So when I went to the Beyonce concert in San Francisco, I saw her. You know, at the bay, she was playing in this arena, and I remember thinking, like, perfection does exist. My whole life, people have lied to me. Well, my mom told me that I was perfect when I was born and stuff. But, <laughs> but 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 throughout life, people go, oh, don't worry. Nothing's perfect. Or like, oh, n- you can't ever be perfect. You're being hard on yourself. Like, forget all that. Beyonce is perfect. If you've been to a Beyonce show, you cannot deny that perfection doesn't exist. Well, I went it to, does exist. I went to the Jay-Z Beyonce on the run tour hey, that's at the, the one. Rose Bowl. That's the one I'm talking and about. And I was like, oh my gosh. The and video, the graphics, the everything. music. The the like in the moment she stops, she drops the mic, like she's done. Nobody is there in the audience saying like otra, 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 <laughs> nothing. No, like people get up and go. They they're respect like, they're Queen like, B. We know Queen B ain't getting paid an extra an extra dime to do an extra song for us. Like this is what you pay for. This is what you get. And even though on the real, I I pay like I pay like two G's for those tickets. But I dropped it knowing where it was going. Yeah. To the greater cause of perfection. It was going to the Rumi and Sir Carter fund. <laughs> yeah, because no, but and, check- and you see her level. So, you know, that, that that stuff isn't cheap. Like what she's doing. She She's really giving it perfection. That costs money. OK, listen, coming back, because we, we got to get into this about millennials. Right. I got some really interesting facts about millennials. And I want to see if you agree, because your company is. For millennials, by no wait, yeah, for, for millennials, millennials, by millennials, yep. by millennials, and so I know you know the breakdown of this, but there's different habits that millennials have that um, some people love and some people hate. We're coming right back. It's Amber Rose presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play it. Hey, it's your girl Amber Rose, and you're listening to Risque with Roxy and Ruby. From one bad bitch to another, these ladies know what's up. Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Oh my gosh. So, yes, I do believe perfection does exist. Welcome back, guys. But, Sky, you have this one quote that we were talking about off the air something about chances. And I was like, you need to share that with our audience. Yeah, do not take advances, take chances. Oh, wee! I mean, I wouldn't mind an advance with that too. Shit, I'll take a chance <laughs> no, the, and the an whole, advance. The whole thing Hi. is, is, is when, when I set up Conrob, you know, there's been different opportunities to partner up with different people. the The partnerships didn't really fit for me because I know where Conrob is going. It started off, like I said, as a production company. When we met Shay Mitchell, it became something different. Where I fully expanded her business of YouTube of digital. You did. You put her on the map. Honestly, I didn't know who Shay Mitchell was until I met you. And, and, you know, it was a collaborative effort between her and I, but 
Imagine we met when she had three million Instagram followers. How many followers does Shane Mitchell have 18 now? Million. 18, 18 million. Eighteen million. Two years later, and then the YouTube channel. She had twenty one thousand subscribers when we met. One now? year later, we got one million followers. Is and that it, the it Con Rob effect? Con Rob pioneered bringing traditional celebrities into digital. Damn. After that, you have copycats, right? Like The Rock and all these other people doing it. Hey, don't talk about The Rock. The Rock is my celebrity crush. No, it's all good. And then later on, <laughs> la- later on, it was great because we we since we set precedent so high of the kind of content that Shay did with like Shaycation, where it got to travel around the world with her. Where did you go? Everywhere. Africa. Damn, you didn't, you didn't even bring me a Buddha back from China, <laughs> bitch. Thanks for thinking of me. <laughs> Hong Kong didn't have that. They just had Apple chargers and like a bunch of amazing food. Dude, I would have brought like food. being the hustler that I am, I would have brought like suitcases of chargers or something and I would have just been slinging to all everybody that I, I know. I know some of the like, chargers are like 50 cents. I'm just saying everyone's always I looking regret for not those. buying them. When I buy it for 6.99, I'm like, damn, I should have bought them in China. Everyone's <laughs> always looking for those external battery chargers. You should have brought like a whole suitcase grown and started slinging I know. to everybody. I I, I should have. <laughs> and and what Shay did is we went into YouTube and disrupted it. We revolutionized travel. Travel yeah. wasn't cool two years ago. Nobody was doing what we were doing. Shaycation, now you go on go on YouTube and tons Everyone's. of people are doing travel. Because Shay and I were the ones that created that lane for everyone else to, to do it. And we perfected it. Hawaiian Tropics signed on for a seven-figure deal. It was incredible. Like, we got so much success from that. And so I was able to learn how to build the business. After that, I built Ashley Tisdale, where she was pretty much like a big sleeping giant. Just was like, you know, she had fallen off. It really wasn't popping off for her that way. And so we came into the picture, and we got her at 300,000 k Nine weeks later, with the help of Conrob, 1 million subscribers. On YouTube. On YouTube. Nine weeks. So I don't know if... if I think we're just getting better and better with time. Yeah. Because, you know, Latinos like Vino, we just get better with age. That's right. Latinos are like, no, but I like that. It's so true because I feel like the older I get, the better I look. I'm just saying. And the better I feel. You know what I mean? No, but in, in the cause was millennials yeah. behind it because they're the ones that are consuming the content this way. They're, they're really taking it in and appreciating good content. And the thing with millennials, I feel like sometimes, you know, they're in the middle. Do they take the advantage or do they take the chance? Yeah. So how do you, like, as a businesswoman, Sky, how do you determine that? Like, should I take a chance or should I take an advance? Because I feel like each each situation is always simple. unique. It's super simple. There's two different types of players in the world. There's infinite players and there's finite players. Finite players, they work looking, at, looking to the left at A and looking to the right at C at what they're doing. And they measure themselves against these invisible competitors. And then there's infinite players like Conrob and myself and yourself that we don't really have a measuring tool against anybody. Because since we're so unique and what yeah. we do have has never been done, there's no one that we can measure against because there is no competition yeah. against us. It's, we compete with ourselves because we're infinite players. So we That's hectic we, enough. We don't Shit. compete. Here's the difference. Finite competes left to right. Right. They just look to the right, look to the left. They're competing that way all the time, worrying about what other people are doing. And infinite players, they just look forward. Mm-hmm. And that's all that they create. create. And, and when create. they look forward, that is empty. It is a canvas. 
and wear the paintbrush and wear the paint and all that stuff that you just splatter against the canvas and paint your own road. That's the difference between an infinite player and a finite player. And a company is made up of both people because you have to have finite players that are more pragmatic and you have to have infinite players that are your visionaries, that are your heads of intelligence and things like that. Mm -hmm. And that's what Conrad specializes in finding those infinite players. And if you're an infinite player... Hit You're me like, up. holler at your girl. Hit me up. Sky at conrob.com. Yep. No, but listen, there's 75.4 million millennials. Talk about there being a huge space because honestly speaking, like even me personally, I do a lot. When I stay home and I watch television, I am watching Netflix for the most part. I'm not really watching you yeah, know, you, traditional you, you, television you anymore. Consume. Well, remember we had this long conversation long about ago. like long time ago about how. I mean, and I think for some reason, a lot of people find traditional television to be very um, lucrative still and very. Um, well, not anymore, because because this year marked the first year that on the border of, ne- of 2018 will be the first year that marks where digital advertising supersedes traditional advertising yeah and and whoever got onto this road before this happened is like it's banking it you You know people like Issa Rae that she has HBO show called Insecure she was big on YouTube which is why she wrote that show right yeah she created it which is why HBO you know pretty much brought her into the fold so that they can get adapted into digital Mm -hmm. and now season two and I always thought that it was a bad move for HBO to actually open up with someone so powerful like Issa Rae for the black community to be telling her universal story on such a traditional platform when she has a YouTube channel that has millions of people on it. Well, season two is going to air on her YouTube channel. What? Because it makes more sense that exactly. way. Exactly. But it always made sense. But of course, you have, you know, you have some suits behind the scenes that they're still traditional. And the whole thing is, is that n- new digital is not fighting old traditional. We want to marry it. And find the best way to collaborate with each other because no one's trying to murder anybody. No one's trying to compete like that. They just want to merge it. So how do we merge the traditional mindset with the with the digital mindset today? And that's what Conrad is doing by pioneering the movement of taking traditional celebrities and bringing them bringing them onto platforms like YouTube. Yeah, and YouTube's my favorite platform. And it's so funny because a lot of these A-listers don't even have YouTube channels. Yeah. Because they haven't needed it because they're, they've been so consumed into their movies. And and yes, you make movies that are hits, but it's like, okay. Um, imagine if I told you that I have more views on my content, on all the stuff that I produced throughout the past three years, which are over 450 pieces of content, that I have more views than Steven Spielberg. I believe that, do That's you? That's true, yes. That's true. It's true. Does that mean that I'm more talented and more qualified than Steven Spielberg? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> you're a young, you're a young visionary version, and it's. But the thing is, is you get a whole other world. I don't even think Steven Spielberg had to even worry about digital back in the days. Because, no, it, it's a whole. But he body. probably didn't even think about it because it's like it wasn't even created. You yeah, know what I mean? So, like, so after Conrob became this creative thing, I was like, well, what are we? Because we're not a production company anymore. We produce and we we make millions, like for artists with artists. It's a collaborative effort where we now build businesses for artists. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, like this is something new. We're a creative agency, and we want to radically change the way people live. And you That's will. That's the why. Yeah. And my my job in this planet in this whole journey of life is to collaborate with other artists because they're the ones speaking to the general public, which is the world. 
And I'm talking about my clients have platforms like 8 million, 10 million, 35 million, 50 million people platforms. And if I could just make sure that they're they're good, like I take care of them yeah. and I foster their creative needs and help their visions come to life. You're so good at and that. And they collaborate with me and we, we're honest and like we were raw and sometimes we cry, you know, because we're so raw with it. It's like we're telling each other the truth. Like we are the gatekeepers now. That's a huge responsibility for a millennial to take on, knowing that we're affecting the world. Like what I produce can people write suicide letters to me all the time. They do. They're, what do they they're say? They're like, Shay saved my life. Like, I want to travel the world now. I live for that. Shay and Ashley and all my clients, all my beautiful clients, they can attest. Like, they get those type of notes. I'm sure you do, too. I do. I get I get messages from fans sometimes or followers. And maybe not even fans, but just followers of my career and or just social media that I'm like, sometimes you don't know that you're making a huge difference in people's lives because you just do what you do. You know what I mean? And there's times that I'll send, you know, I'll send Sky a picture or something. And she's like, you should have turned that into a video. You're so, one day, you're going to produce all my content on my YouTube channel. We just need a massive sponsor. So holler at your girl. <laughs> like, Put it out there. Yeah, no, I'm going to I'm gonna put it out there, like, very specifically on my vision board. And, you know, I was reading that um, millennials have outdone baby boomers. We've outdone, and you know, sometimes I feel like there's baby boomers that want to act like millennials. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're kind of like, damn, you're new. You know, but then there's people like the older generation, like my mom. My mom embraces millennials, but at the same time doesn't understand millennials. You know, like she tries, but she's like, to me, the millennial generation is very, um, it's a very, it's a, it's a generation of kids and people of humans that feel entitled. She thinks millennials have that like attribute about them that they're just like they have this feeling of like entitlement there and there definitely is but it really goes back to the fact that we're gatekeepers now it all switched yeah there's no longer a hierarchy to power in that way like now when you have a a shay mitchell out there with 30 million the power to just say a couple words and touch 30 million people instantly that (sighs) is power that is not only is that a social misfit because that's how society deems it but she's in control. And at the end of the day, with Conrad, you know, spearheading those kind of projects and attracting those type of artists to our world, it's our voice behind it. Yeah. And and it's a lot to take in. But as as millennials, we have a responsibility because we're the most connected generation. We are. I love that. They were saying that I was reading something that I was saying the best places for millennials to launch your business is New York, L.A., San Francisco, San Diego. I was like, dang. All great cities. All great cities, right? All and great. But millennials are also, we're putting off marriage. You know, we're putting it off kids. more like later on. We're kids, putting kids, off kids. Back burner kids. But we're putting off buying homes, which is, you know, it's it's good and it's bad because real estate is good. There's people that have become super filthy rich off of real estate. You know what I mean? Do you like, think kind of maybe because we're more aware now? I think it's because it's fucking scary. Shit. When I bought my house, I was terrified. I, I don't know. It's just, you just, it's it's taking a it's it's an investment but it's taking a chance it's taking a chance on something that could potentially grow you a lot of money in the future you know and then from that house you buy another house if you make enough equity but it's millennials are putting that off too so i don't know if that's necessarily a good thing it's just like fuck it i'll just rent you know and then there's people that are like fuck it i have the money to buy a house but i don't want to i don't want to be dealing with the headaches of plumbing and they rather just rent i mean look i'll tell you the truth when i was when i was 13 we were, I was homeless. You were? Okay, I yeah, didn't I was, know that. Yeah, you, yeah, I mean, it's it's not something that I share with many people, but now now I am. 
Um, my mom was working for so Dexo Marriott for 35 years. And she got to a point that she wasn't computer literate, was a little bit older, and I guess was out of their budget. So they hired someone that was half her budget, half her age, and computer competent and opposite male, you know? And when we when we went homeless, I experienced like knowing that after my mom put 35 years of faith into a company, it was so easy for them to just like chop her off. Bye, Felipe. And that's where Conrad 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 was birthed. Yeah. Like never again. Well, my what does your mom do now? She's retired. Oh, she's retired. Good. She's chilling. But but that was the birth of Conrad. That mindset of of DIY. And so many so many parents that don't know better when their kids get out of school, that's what they encourage. They encourage, you know, I I honestly I don't know if I've ever, I'm talking about old school parents, you know, new school parents, since they have this new generation and thought process and they get it a little bit more, they're more open minded. I've never really heard old school parents encourage their children to say, hey, you know what? Go open a business. I think it's Go a Latino your thing. Passion. It's a, it's a Latino thing. It must be because our culture. It's more like you know what? Because the, the European families, like in Asian families, they're all they, about having independent businesses on their own. But why? What do you think? I, I, mean, I don't know. I, it's very frustrating because it's like imagine if you could tell your kid, you know what? You can truly like what you know. I've never really heard parents say like ¿Cuál es tu pasión? it's more like go get a job make sure it's secure make sure it has benefits make sure it has 401k like and like dude i remember for so many fucking years i paid medical insurance and i never fucking used it i was like yeah. you know how much money i could have saved in my paychecks every month yeah. if i would have like I'm my, my, my my dad is more like the safe uh, you went to nyu why don't you have a job and my mom my mom is more like well now used to be right but now it's different. Uh, but my mom was extremely supportive of my career and gave me the gave me confidence to do what I wanted to do in life and, and pretty much was always just my cheerleader. And so she was she's also fourth generation. Oh, okay. So it's a little bit different. Yeah. Like she's very assimilated to to America. I love it. Oh my God, Sky, you have it in me. I did not know that part of your life that you were homeless. Yeah. Like I literally learned that today about you because we're always talking about business. Every time we see each other, we, we talk about life. We talk about business, but we're always. And that's why, you know, if you guys are going to get anything out of out of Sky's story besides inspiration, what it is to really be in control of your destiny is surround yourself with people that are going to give you ideas. They're going to feed you ideas that are going to help you rise, you know, because I also get a lot of comments on instagram like and it, it goes back to uh, you know a lot of latinos and latinas follow me so it goes back to that the way our culture and the way we're brought up and the and the habits that are so hard to break sometimes but you can break cycles in life you know yeah, and you don't be afraid to. to break cycles in life but surround yourself with quality people if you get anything out of this conversation because every time i'm around you we literally, I have to take a notebook or write, take on my phone like, oh my God, hold on, Sky. I have to write this phenomenal idea you just gave me or vice versa. And it's like when you are surrounded with people like that, the only thing that's going to come out of that is greatness, ideas, business opportunities. Yeah. And and that's the way it should be. Life is too short to be hanging around with chupacabras, people that are going <laughs> to suck your energy out of your life. And my energy is contagious. So if you're going to suck my energy, listen, it better be sucked to a good place because yeah. I don't want anything else. This morning I went on Instagram and I and I saw some poet named at Calypso the Poet. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm going to follow Calypso the Poet. Yeah, Calypso If it the inspires poet. you, it might inspire me. And, and it's it totally set me up. And I was like, man, this is amazing. And the meme said, it, it was a beautiful design meme. And it said, the way you talk is the way you walk. Ooh. It was deep. Damn. And I'm like, man, that is so true. No wonder I got a sexy walk. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you got a sexy talk. I got a sexy talk. And you got to be here. Don't be. You know, I love that about getting older is that you can't be afraid to be able to talk good about yourself. You know what I mean? Like, I think a lot of people confuse talking good about yourself oh, yeah. and selling yourself as like, oh, no. no, this is like, I hear this from a lot of people like, look, I don't mean to be cocky, Sky, but, and it's like, you're not being cocky. Like, you're confident. No, you gotta be, you gotta, there's no such thing as being, there's no bad arrogance. I mean, you, you saying that you're great? I guess it's the tone behind it. You know what I mean? It, Some it's, people it's like, are, but, but if I say I'm the greatest, I am the greatest. Yeah, and you believe that, uh, and, and you even are. though people people continually te- they 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 always tell me continually I'm the greatest. Like Sky, you're great, you're amazing. I don't need for their validation to make me feel that I'm great. I was born great, and I've created opportunities for myself to be able to say that this is amazing. Yeah, I'm an infinite player in this. Infinite player. Hashtag. We're that. not gonna go anywhere. Hey Sky, where can they find you on social media on Instagram? On Instagram, it's at the Gavinator. At the Gavinator and at her company Conrob K O N R O B. Follow. I love your posts. They're so like nice and clean. The the Thank captions you. are always so like sometimes they're very intense. Sometimes they're very minimal, but they're still intense. Yeah, it's just my Meaningful. life. I, I just put put pieces of my life up. Just you know, I'm here to be used as a tool to artists and different people. I swear, there's nothing like surrounding yourself with people that know their purpose in life. If you don't know what your purpose is, my friends, I suggest you um, take out a notebook and start writing ideas about the things you like because some people don't know what their purpose is. What's your why? What's I your why? Say, that's the first thing I ask people. If I'm going to do business with somebody, the one thing I want to know is what is your why? Ooh, and on that note, we're leaving you. What is your why? Marinate on that. We're coming right back. It's Amber Rose presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby Sky. I love this conversation. Thank you. We got to go have some drinks after this. Okay. (laughs) Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Dimelo, it's your boy, Young Hollywood, a.k.a. Bobby. We're here on Amber Rose presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby on CBS Play.it. And of course, we are back with another amazing guest, another chingona. I love it. Today's show has been filled with nothing but mujeres that are out there making moves when it comes to being fully in control of their life and in their destiny and of their destiny. So today we have our girl. Um, you probably might recognize her through uh, because you've seen one of her many, many, many tutorials on YouTube. Jackie Hernandez. ¿Cómo estás, mama? Yay. Estoy uh, muy contenta. I'm very excited to be here with you. Um, I'm just excited. Qué bueno. No, hombre, vamos a estar hablando de un poquito de todo. I know de que tú... I mean, ¿hace cuántos años empezaste en YouTube? Because you've, you've kind of been in the YouTube game for a minute, right? Uh, about six, seven years ago. Seis, siete años. Ya llevo algún tiempo. Ya estoy viejita en ese ámbito. No, ya, ya eres veterana del YouTube. Ya, veterana, sí. Because I see a lot of girls now that, you know, they go from Instagram. They see that they get such good response on Instagram. So, se quieren meter a YouTube. Pero como que YouTube es poquito. Siento de que... The good YouTubers from like that have been around for a long time, en realidad, lo empezaron as a hobby. 
como un hobby. Yes, no, that's no, true. Because I feel like hoy en día hay mucha gente que empieza un canal de YouTube como para hacer plata. You know, like, oh my God, well, yeah. you know what? Jackie Hernandez has 1.7 million subscribers. Like, that could be me, but that takes... Toma tiempo. You've been in the game seven yeah. years para acumular 1.7 millones de, de subscribers. It's a lot of work. And yo comencé por, uh, como dices tú, un hobby después de ir a la escuela de maquillaje. My sister, my older sister, she wanted me to go to makeup school and I was a tomboy. Well, oh. I was like, no, no. And she was like, please, Jackie, go with me. Y dije, ok, voy a ir. Voy a ir contigo porque, you know, you're my sister. Yeah. Pues fui y terminé enamorada del makeup y fue por eso que empecé a hacer videos, como para, en mi tiempo libre decía, ¿qué, qué puedo hacer que, para no aburrirme? Y dije, you know what, I'm going to show um, the girls what I learned in school. Y así fue como comenzó mi canal, este, por hobby, no fue hasta los dos años que me di cuenta que you can make money. Because oh, I had no so. idea you could make money on YouTube until someone asked me, hey, how much money do you make on YouTube? And I was like, what? You're like, what? So, what? so, I get to see that you weren't monetizing any no, of your videos? for two years, I was like, no money for me. Yeah. Ah, and like, then after I started monetizing, it took me another like year and a half to start making some money. Yeah. Because it's like, a, it's it's hard. You know what? Our previous guest, Sky, ha sido mi amiga por como ocho años and I didn't know anything about monetizing YouTube videos either. And so I started a YouTube channel like four years ago, pero yo solamente abría mi laptop y tú sabes como el laptop tiene un, una camarita. Oh, yeah. I literally, yo solo abría mi computadora y me ponía a hablar. They're like, all right, guys. So, look, I like to inspire and motivate people. So, I'm like, all right. So, today I encountered like 25 complainers. And today I want to tell you not to fucking complain. Y like, me ponía así a hablar, a hablar con la cámara. Pero what I noticed and what my friend Sky, she suggested, she's like, dude, you're Roxy. Like, la gente, you, you know, they recognize you from the radio. Like, si vas a poner cosas on YouTube, it has to be quality stuff. And I was like, well, what does that mean? And she's like, you have to have an intro and all this shit. And I'm just oh, like, God. are you serious? And I didn't, I never, ever, ever, ever looked at the back end of my YouTube channel. I literally would just upload description, tags, upload. But I never it. looked at the back end on como la gente encuentra tus videos. Are they, are they seeing you from their mobile device? Are they seeing you from a computer? Are they seeing you because of a link? The ages, like all countries, that. like all that stuff. Yeah, it's it's a business. I mean, if and it's a lot of work. Like you got to uh, learn a lot about YouTube. Like to this day, I, yo siento que todavía no he aprendido todo the YouTube pero I mean it's my business now like that's what I do for a living and I love it I love it I love did it did you ever imagine yourself like doing this for a living o solamente no. como surgió naturalmente ah uh, surgió como te digo por un hobby pero bueno yo nunca imaginé estar donde estoy yo llegué de México a los 17 años. Ya, yeah, tell me a little bit. Llegaste aquí. Sí, llegué aquí a los 17 años indocumentada. And I started working at a restaurant. Cleaning tables, a busboy, cleaning restrooms and all that stuff. Y pues poco a poquito, eh, juntando dinerito aquí y allá, fue como uh, pude pagar la escuela de maquillaje. Y YouTube nació de aburrición, básicamente. De, you know, what can I do with my free time? Y así fue como nació YouTube. Pero... No sé, nunca me imaginé que YouTube me fuera a llevar a un nivel donde now I have my own makeup line and all that stuff. It's crazy. Like, I don't... That's amazing. You're always traveling, right? Con yeah. diferentes marcas. And just doing your thing, ¿verdad? Yeah. I mean, I get it. I get to travel a lot. Um, you know, meet new people, new cultures. Uh, it's just... My job is 
amazing. I love it. I know. And let me tell you, me and Jackie, we didn't know each other until like about a month ago. Yeah, no, at the lunch. Yeah, nos invitaron. Uh, shout out to our friends from Me Too. Nos invitaron to this really awesome uh, fundraiser for this awesome nonprofit that encourages older women to be mentors to younger women. Yes. Which, I mean, I always encourage mentorship, but I like, siempre hay que tener un mentor que, que, porque hay veces que, you know, it's like, you don't know if to listen to your positive mind or your negative mind. Y yo siento que un mentor o mentora is, is siempre es la voz neutral. You yeah. know what I mean? Do, yeah. you have, do you have a mentor in your life or a few? Because oh. I think I think it's important to have mentors like puedes tener un mentor espiritual, puedes tener un mentor financiero, puedes tener un mentor de business, yeah. right? Do you have mentors in your life? Mm, not, a, not a mentor, mentor, you know. I just have, you know, my family, my mom, they kind of like, you know, guides me, pero no así como un mentor, así que tú digas de yeah. tal cosa, tal cosa, tal cosa, pues no. Like, yeah. not yet. And what about your kids? Let's just say, how many kids do you have? I have two kids. I have two kids and my youngest sister, uh, well, she's 17. She also lives with me. So I feel like I have three kids. Um, and yeah, four, the youngest, 10. Uh, actually, she just started her YouTube channel. I was about <laughs> to say, ¿Qué vas a hacer el día que tus hijos quieren, uh, you know, well, open one, a YouTube channel? The 10-year-old one, ya lo, ya lo empezó. Is it a boy or a girl? She's a, a girl. And how do you feel about that? I feel like, I mean, it's, she wants to do it more like for fun. I don't think she knows exactly what YouTube itself is and she just wants to do it for fun. So I'm like, you know, yeah, you can do it because it's for fun. Y yo la ayudo en todo. Pues uh, tiene dos videos que acaba de subir. Eh, ¿De shout qué? Out. <laughs> Aubrey J. Cat, YouTube. Uh, uno es este, su introducción de ella presentándose. Eh, y otro es uh, making slime, unicorn poop. Oh, uh, my gosh. <laughs> How the fuck do so, you make slime? Yeah, she's a pro at ma making uh, slime. So I'm happy, you know, she's happy and I help her. I know a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, YouTube, so. Yeah, Seda. that's awesome. Seda. And so when it comes to editing, ¿tú solita te enseñas a editar? Yes. Oh, my God. Editing, it's the worst. I love editing. <laughs> you do? Oh. I actually am one of those people. And I don't know. I think it comes from my radio background. Que me encanta, me encanta editar. Like, I just, I love being able to, especially cuando tú, está, tú eres la que está grabando. Yeah. Solamente tú sabes cómo va a salir ese video. Yeah, because, exactly. you know what I mean? Like, you're the one holding the You know, okay, I'm going to piece it together here. I'm going to cut this out. I just... I find the art of editing so amazing, and I think that's why I enjoy it. But do you really, like, know how to edit, or you just, like, kind of, like, are self-taught, and you know a little bit here I, and there? Well, I guess the self-taught on the radio, <laughs> I had to teach myself how to oh. usar las máquinas, and, but now, but that's more, like, voice editing, so ahora con los videos es un poco diferente, pero muy similar, because oh, you're, okay. you know, you're, you're cutting it, and you're, all, all this stuff, so... Um, at, there was a point where I was paying somebody to edit my videos and finalmente alguien was like, hello, like, tú también lo puedes hacer, mi chava, ponte las pilas. Yeah. <laughs> and no, I was I, like, damn, do I really got to do it? But I enjoy editing. You enjoy uh, I yeah. do. But I toma do sometimes. Tiempo. Sí, pero cuando tienes que editar tres, cuatro videos a la semana and then you're, because I have two channels. Tengo el de belleza and then I have my blog channel, which is como mi vida diaria, so... Los videos diarios, editarlos, más aparte los tres del otro canal, más aparte las hijas, más aparte... La, it's like a lot of work. Like. Yeah. And, and for example, you, siendo, siendo una, how do you say, youtubera, right? Yeah. ¿Cuánto, like, how much is too much to share with your audience? Porque yo siento, en uno de mis modos de mi vida, es que hay ciertas cosas de tu vida y ciertas cosas que no deben de ser públicas. 
You know what I mean? Y hay ciertas cosas que deben de mantenerse misteriosas. You know, if not, you have no mystery about you, right? So how yeah. much is too much? Since you have your, you know, I I've, I didn't know you had a personal page. Like yeah, that where I you do. blog about your life? Yeah, un canal donde, but, there it goes, there's the blog, hello right there. Uh, eh, sí, o sea, simplemente me grabo en mi rutina diaria, mis hijas, mi esposo. And I share... Uh, Positive stuff, you know, like, no voy a enseñarles mis peleas con mi esposo. Obviamente, todo mundo, si tienes una pareja, you know, you go through stuff like that. Claro. Pero esas cosas, like, I don't think you need to post them. O si estás disgustado con alguien de tu familia, cosas negativas, like, no es necesario. Siempre van a pasar en la vida, you know, everybody's going to have problems, but you don't necessarily need to share that stuff. Y I don't know, I don't know how much I share. I mean, I share my kids, some just fun stuff, you know. Yeah, like But, what? I've like what are some of your topics of your videos? I mean, it's just whatever I'm doing. If I'm mopping, if I'm sweeping, if I go to the market, if we go to a trip, if you know there's a special occasion. Que abrí tuvo una obra de teatro. Que it's just my daily your day, daily you know, day to day. That kind of reality show, but with uh, very low production. <laughs> <laughs> And you producing yourself. I yeah. love it. Oh my God! So dinos de tu nueva línea, uh, J Des Beauty. Congratulations oh, on that. Thank well, you. Hace cuánto tiempo lanzaste? So they're lip glosses or lipsticks? They're liquid uh, matte lipsticks. Okay, Jack. Jackie came bearing gifts, you guys, and you guys know how much me and Ruby love gifts. Ruby, mm -hmm. I got your package here, girl. Don't worry. No yeah. se lo voy a dar a mi mami. <laughs> pues lanzamos, we launched uh, April 20, so th this year, and it's been going really good. I'm very happy. Um, fue un sueño que comenzó hace como tres años, y, you know, I had to put coins to the side for this project, y estoy muy contenta porque... Mm, lo quise hacer solita. No tengo inversionistas. There's nobody backing me up. It's just my, my savings and all that. But I'm so happy. The uh, packaging yeah. is on point. Yeah. I think packaging is really it. important. Like when you receive anything. So the packaging for your lipsticks or the lip matte are on point. So, so me estás diciendo de que cuando me pongo esos, it's going to go, it's going to dry up matte. Yeah. It won't transfer, girl. Oh, that's yours? That's the one yes. you're wearing? What color is Shalala. that? Shalala. It's the Shalala. one that I... Okay, ¿y qué te a poner los nombres? Uh, you know, Shalala, I say it a lot of my videos. Every time I estoy hablando y digo, oh, esto, lo otro, you know, Shalala, Shalala. So that's one of the names. Shalala? What Shalala. Is, that sounds like Hindu know. or like... It's just like... Arab, uh, Arabic. Blah, 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 blah. Shalala, oh, Shalala, Shalala. Shalala. Uh, and then Cray Cray, pues, eh, yo le digo a mi perrita Penny todo el tiempo que she's Cray Cray, Cray Cray. So, Cray Cray. El otro se llama Daydream. Pretty much just Are you a daydreamer? Yes, I am. Yep. Naughty nude. Well, of course, a nude, naughty nude. Um, Shalala and apple poison, which is like the red lipstick that every girl has to have in I'm, their vanity. I agree. You could every. I gotta say, I love to rock red lipsticks. But siento de que el maquillaje. When it comes to makeup, hay ciertos looks that you have to be in the mood for that. Like I can't rock a red every day. Yeah, you can. I can. A red is the one of the colors that you can rock it with a very heavy eye makeup or like just mascara eyeliner and that's it like red it's like the best color if you don't have the time to you know do your makeup like very you know like like take your one two hours like i do just red lipstick a little mascara and you're good you'll look glam or if you want to do the full you know eye makeup look and then 
put on some red lipstick, then you're good too. It's so. kind of like wearing black, huh? Like red yes, is that red on safe, the lips is like that. Red is that safe color, but yeah. pero for sure, si, si estás escuchando esto, and you're a woman, you should most definitely have a red lipstick yes. or or Jackie's brand new, ¿cómo se llama? The Red Poison in your Apple collection. Poison. Apple Poison. Porque, yeah, red, I mean, if you don't have red in your collection, then you are missing out. Yes, you have to have red on your collection. It's like having a, a little black dress in your closet or having like a little jean vest. There's certain things yes. in your makeup that are essential. Like for you, ¿cuáles son las cosas como esenciales in your oh, um, makeup box? For me, the most one of the most essential things is primer. Like primer. I did not know about primer until like two years ago. Really? Yo solo me ponía like, you know, you know, your tratamiento for your skincare, your toner, some SPF. Yeah, that's claro. a need. That's like, that's like justo y necesario, yes. como dicen en la iglesia católica. Luego las manchas. Yeah, exactly. I went to, we went on a girl's trip to, to La Paz. Did you see on Instagram? Oh my God, I was so jealous. Girl, me sale una mancha cafe right here. And I'm like, wow. I need to get the heaviest liquid foundation out there that I could cover this motherfucker with. Recomiendame algo, por favor. Oh God, I can recommend you a lot. Uh, there's uh, Esa Louder. The Maximum Coverage Foundation, Marc Jacobs, which is another good one. They're heavy. What do you think about, um, it's like a HD makeup that a lot of people use. HD? It, it's an HD makeup. Uh, oh, my gosh. I took a picture of it. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to go to, have to look through my phone to look okay. for it. It's like an HD makeup. Que muchas, a lot of people use it for photo shoots. Hmm. Makeup forever. Oh, makeup, makeup forever. Makeup forever. Is that uh, a good line? You know, uh, I have a, a very sensitive skin i have a lot of manchas so i don't i can only use like certain brands because not a lot of uh, the brands offer full coverage and i have to have full i coverage. love i personally love full coverage yeah so makeup forever is a good uh, makeup brand pero para mí siento que no, no es que sea mala la marca sino que no me funciona a mí por mi problema o so no tiene coberturas o so no la puedo usar so sí. me, me mantengo en las en el grupito de las mismas You know, yeah. si algo te funciona, ¿por qué cambiarlo? Yeah, I, I, you have to change it. You know, a veces lo tienes que cambiar well, porque tu piel se acostumbra and then it doesn't work. No, so well, I came switch. back. I have to change something because I came back super negra. <laughs> you know, and then if I still <laughs> using, if I st still keep using the foundation, I was using. What this are you using right Kat now? Von D. Girl, you're never gonna believe what I'm using right now. I am mm. using Neutrogena. What? Some like liquid sheer foundation from Neutrogena. Wow, well, I'm liking good. it. It's like it, very light. Very light. Yeah. It's like very light. No breakouts. I'm like, holla, Neutrogena. I'm loving yeah. your shit. It's it's really working for me. There are Because friends. I went, I went to the store and I'm like, regresé muy negra. I didn't have time to go to the to Namies or any yeah. of those places. So I was like, let me go find the darkest shade that I that was gonna match my soul. So we're gonna talk about all little makeup trips coming back on how a lot of hay muchas mujeres. I think the worst thing you could do in makeup is salir de la casa y que tu cara sea un color y que tu cuerpo sea de otra. Oh That's like God, no. makeup sin number one. And seriously, if I didn't know better, that probably would be me right now looking like a ghost. Okay, we're coming back <laughs> with uh, Jackie Hernandez makeup tips and also just getting to know her a little bit more on Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. 
The last threesome I had was years ago, but today I had it with Roxy and Ruby on Risque on CBS's Play.it. Let's get it. Oh my gosh, time flies cuando estás teniendo una buena conversación con alguien. Right? Like sometimes I'm, when we're preparing for the podcast, I'm like, damn, am I going to have enough stuff to talk about? Pero ya, once we're on the mic, we're like, no, hombre. It goes on and on. Dos cotorras, it's going to go on for, for a long Radio, time. Radio, YouTube, so. Exactly. You know? Um, I was going to tell you, so so for makeup makeup uh, fails, let's talk about makeup fails right now, ¿verdad? Um, when it comes to customizing a color for yourself, like how do you... How do you do that? Blending, customizing, you know, like talk to us a little Sometimes bit about that. Sometimes you have to do that. I mean, there is, uh, depending on the brand, some brands don't have a lot of, you know, colors for you to Color choose options. from. Yeah. So you, sometimes I buy, you know, a lighter one and then a darker one and I just mix it up until I find my color. Um, pretty much that's how I do it. Yeah. Even if it's two different brands, like you can do that as well. Works yeah. for me. That you know, I hadn't thought about that because sometimes compras de un color, but it's kind of like a lipstick. I veces de que I'll mix a lipstick just to get a certain color y me sale bien. Yeah, you, you know, know what I mean. Like makeup, you can play with it. That's you know. true, and I think yeah. a lot of times. See, I'm not really like a big makeup girl. You know, I, I've never. I just put makeup just to put it on, but I've never really had como una pasión for the makeup. Like it's not your thing. Tengo, what? Tengo una pasión para la cocina. Oh, like, God. I love... We're totally the opposite. Like, <laughs> I cannot deal with the kitchen. It's just... too. I, I have kids, but, you know, even if I wanted to cook, I ain't got time for that. But you don't like it? Is I don't it, like is it, it. You don't, no. you don't enjoy it? I can it. do anything, girl. Trapear, barrer, anything. But la cocina... Ay, no. sí. And I'd rather... I'd rather cocinar y no trapear y no barrer. I'd really? rather, like, have somebody help me with that. Versus me doing that and I, like, pero la cocina sí la, sí la limpio. You know, yo soy, yeah. I'm the kind of cook de que cuando cocino, también lavo los trastes. I don't like to leave a big mess. I kind of like wash as I go. Pero like, yo me pongo creativa en la cocina, probably the way you get creativa with yeah, makeup. Yeah, like, your, your Instagram story making a wrap. Yeah. Oh. I'm, not, I'm not afraid to mix ingredients to come out with whatever I have to come out with. And now that I'm listening to you talk, siento de que el maquillaje es igual because... For so many, so many times, I, that's why I have so many different foundations from different brands. Porque en vez de mezclar, compro un color that I feel has to be my perfect color. Yeah, and I, now you're telling me it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, sometimes it doesn't happen. You know, it's just the, it's not going to match you perfectly. You have to mix this one with this one and then you'll get the right color for your Duh. oh my god that's yeah. like common sense how did i not think about that hello eddie got the home homie <laughs> you're supposed to be helping me my gay friend over here nombre <laughs> why just because i'm gay i have to know about makeup. i know you're not a drag so you exactly. wouldn't know about <laughs> sometimes he puts coverage on how we need it yeah, a, li- a little bb cream a little breakouts oh, that's just okay. to hide up you know, you know. the sunspots okay so what are your thoughts on um okay so this, this i get confused sometimes when i see makeup artists wearing uh, this it's called banana banana powder yeah and then neutral powder yeah so what's the difference between banana powder that looks yellow well, so, and then neutral powder so, supposedly the banana powder makes uh your concealer uh be more bright like que se note más si uh, I'm not a really big fan of the banana powder to be honest I'd rather use just translucent powder to Para mantener el color exacto de lo que me estoy poniendo. Because sí. the yellow one has, you know, a little bit of yellow on it. So it's going to somehow change it a little bit. Uh, mucha gente le gusta. A mí, when was the last time I even used a banana powder? Oh, God, it's been a while. Yeah, a I while. see. 
most makeup artists do use the neutral powder, but I've seen some girls pop out with that. And I'm like, wait, why are you putting yellow shit on my face? Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to some look yellow. Some people like to use it to yeah. just bring it up more. But and know. do you see yourself, Jackie, eventually kind of like having your whole entire makeup line? It, I know you're starting with lipsticks right now, but eventualmente, do you see yourself having like a translucent powder? I mean, that that that's a good look. I do see... Um, myself i mean i like to think positive i just gotta work really hard to have a you know a full makeup line like other brands but you know little by little little by little i'll try my best to yeah, get it, there eventually you'll have a fat ass investor or you'll be you'll continue to be your own investor like maybe yeah you know what i mean not? but hey un investor no cae mal también no it, no no cae mal no cae mal un, un investor, investor que vea la visión y que... I, yeah that's the problem they don't see the vision sometimes yeah, but got... hasta que ya ven cuando ya está caminando el carrito que ya empieza a ver al movimiento entonces es bueno they want to jump in pero al principio nobody wants to jump in nobody and, wants to you know it's like okay well I'm going to prove everybody wrong I love that and that's what motivates us even more you know cuando eres like when have you always had this entrepreneur vibe de ser tu tu propia jefa did you always kind of tenías ese espíritu uh, desde jovencita o no mm, no creo que desde jovencita eh, Fui creada en México y a veces la, la mentalidad es un poco diferente. It's a little different. Y bueno, el hecho de haber llegado aquí indocumentada, como que you already shut yourself, como que, oh, pues no tengo papeles. ¿Cómo, yeah. voy, a, ¿cómo voy a salir adelante sin papeles? Pero uh, creo que viene la madurez con los años y entonces empieza tu cerebro a funcionar mejor que cuando eras adolescente. Y poco a poco solo, you know, fue naciendo el, ese sentimiento de ser... Entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah, I love it. ¿Y tú subes videos en tu canal cada cuánto? Uh, en esos momentos, uh, I try to uh, post two videos a week on my beauty channel and the blog. I'm doing like three, four a week because I'm full on with Jada. So it's. Oh my yeah. God, girl. So you are busy editing. Do you edit like morning or night? Girl, whenever I have time. Whenever you have time. <laughs> whenever I, I have time. I love in la noche. I like to serve myself like I have to set it up. I have to set up my environment in order for me to, you know, I think everything is environment. Me gusta servirme mi vinito. Oh, yes. And I like to just like zone out. I like to put my headphones on. I veces that I'll read like something from a book to get inspiration. But I have to zone out. But I love, I love creation. I think por eso me encanta la, la, la cocina tanto. La cocina, yeah. De repente, I'll have like all kinds of ingredients in my refrigerator. And I'm like, como, eh, como el otro día, when I made that, yeah. that burrito wrapped in a collard green. I got the inspiration from Pinterest to wrap to wrap it in a collard green. And I'm like, perfect. I don't really eat tortillas. Porque de repente, I'm going to be huge if I would. <laughs> so I have the wrap. I was like, I don't want a tortilla. So I'm going to use a collard green. And they're, they're stronger than lettuce. But I was like, ¿qué le voy a poner a esto? So I saw my sister, mi hermana también le encanta cocinar, and she inspired me to do it, but I added a little few extra ingredients, and I kind of really didn't know what I was doing, but I knew what I wanted the end result to be. And I think I shared and that on my came out, Yeah, you And did. it came out bomb. I've eaten those um, burritos two days in a row. Well, maybe you should do, you know, like a cooking channel or something. I do. I have a bunch of cooking videos oh, on my YouTube. Oh, I'm going to have to go watch them because, well, I don't cook, but, you know. I call it. I like to see when people cook and bake and, you know, it's like, oh, I'm hungry now, but you're lazy to go make yourself. And, well, you know, I'm going to tell you. End up at the, the fast food, whatever. I know. <laughs> you know what? At the end of the day, the dollar menu, como dicen en español, lo barato sale caro. Ah, I see. You know what I mean? Puedes comprar algo like, oh my God, toda la familia is going to eat off the dollar menu y que rico because son puras chuchadas. I know. But at the end of the day, cuando tienes diabetes y alto colesterol y toda esa mierda, you're like, I should have listened to Roxy and I should have eaten better. I mean, I, I try. I, 
there was a time where I really tried to eat healthier, but it's, I don't know, it's just, you know, when I see fitness people are like doing their thing, I feel like that's what they do for a living. Like, you know, that's their thing. And it's kind of hard to prep all the meals and, I know, when you travel so much and then it's, yeah, it's, it's hard. just not your thing, exactly. But tú estás bien, ¿sabes cómo te mantienes No, but you know, to be healthy in the, I mean, on the, on the inside. inside. That's, that's important. What I mean. Yeah, you gotta start thinking about that, Jackie, yeah. because you have kids. You have kids. You have a little sister. You know, me imagino que la la gran parte on why your daughter wanted a YouTube channel was because she sees mommy doing it. You know, yeah. and at the end of the day, I don't have kids yet, but I know that I would observe my parents a lot. You know what I mean? And a lot of times we see what our parents do versus what they tell us. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's so if true. your children see you making fucked up eating decisions and choices, they're probably going to do the same. And God yeah. forbid the world we live in, de repente se desarrolla algo, no hombre. I know. Well, we got to start changing things now. Thank God for the ladies that, you know, help other women yes. like me cook at their house because, you know, thank you. Yeah, that's, thank my, you. <laughs> that's my gimmick, girl. I like to make all of my recipes on YouTube super duper easy. Like, yo agarro muchachos that write to me, they're like, oh my God, comadre. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. You're never gonna believe. I made the chicken, you know, whatever dish for my wife, and she loved it. And it's like super, super, super simple shit. Because you know what? I'm like you. I don't got time. I don't like. I don't have time. But I prefer to eat at home twenty times versus eating out. But you know, what? I think that when you don't have kids, it might be easier because it is, then I'm while sure. you know that you know this is healthy and I can eat it, like you know it's healthy. But how do you make? The kids, like, you got to eat this wrap that has this, 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 this like, well, like this you got to cook the for the little girl them. and then for the other one and then for the husband that he's so picky and then for myself. And it's just like, no, I can't do this. Yeah, you can. Bye, kitchen. No, yeah, the kitchen <laughs> is definitely not her thing. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Say say something, Erika. Erika wants to chime in. Yeah, I want to chime in real quick. I mean, it's super easy because I take care of my niece. So I make sure that she gets involved. And I have her um, help, watch me do the prepping, get all the food out. And it's just simple things. Mija, go cut, you know, cut, cut the cucumber, you know, cut the, uh, you know, the carrot. And, and this is how you do this. This is how you do that. So show them how to do it step by step. And then poco a poco, you know, have them try stuff, try the different things. Taste that. It, see if it's good. See if it tastes good. Oh, okay, Theo. All right. Oh yeah, that's it. That tastes that tastes really good. I really like that. Okay, you made that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then, um, I'll put it in here and we'll put it together and we'll we'll make everything together. And then at the end, when everything's done, she'll start eating what she made because uh, she made it. You know, yeah. it's in her mind. Oh, I made it. It's good. It's yeah. Like, mm, I'm gonna see, try that. I can cook better than you. I'm like, oh my god. Mm, that's yeah. good, I mean, I can try. It's always always it get them involved. It's the yeah. best thing, and I love it. I love it. Including my brother. He's a chef. He graduated from Cordon Bleu, and I make better food than he does. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Really? I just feel like it's because we feel it. That's what mm-hmm. it is. It's kind of like, como por ejemplo, me, you, I could never, for the life of God, get my eyebrows right. Ever. I was like, siempre cuando me miraba yo las fotos, I was like, hay una eyebrow chueca. There ain't nothing sexy about crooked eyebrows, okay? <laughs> you know this, Jackie. And I was like, dude, I did a YouTube video with a couple of makeup artists to try to get, like, you know, get, like, the, the brush and get the perfect shape because I had round eyebrows, mm-hmm. okay? Y yo quería así como archy, como las tuyas, okay. like, well, how mine are now. Yeah. And I was like, I love the way that arch looks and I want that arch y lo que sea. Could never do it. I, I did YouTube videos. I did private tutorials, lessons, one-on-one. Couldn't fucking do it. And I'm like, what? Like, it's just, you know, in life, there has to be 
you have to know what you're good at and what you're not good at. That's true. You know, like, you know you're not good at the kitchen. No, I know I'm not the greatest at makeup. So I'm okay, you know, every day. But, like, if I if I need to look super fly, I'm a higher makeup artist because I don't know about, like, concealer and all this and the layers and the blending and all that bullshit. So, my thing is, is um, where the fuck was I going with this? I lost my train of thought. Where was I going with this? I guess. Oh, I- yeah. So, I got my eyebrows microbladed. Oh, oh that's what I was going to ask you. Like, yeah. I got them microbladed because now every day I wake up. And they're ready to go. And they're ready to go. Same thing with my yeah. lashes. It's, it's, how, I haven't never had, uh. Eyelash extensions? No, never. They say they're very high maintenance and I don't know if I can do that. Because you can't put uh, waterproof mascara. And I love my waterproof mascara. I don't know. Oh, you do? You, well, that's what they say. I'm not. 100% sure but supposedly you're not supposed to use it because then no, it, they well, fall off I've nobody t- yeah first of all eyelash extensions are super high maintenance they're like your nails your pedicure you have to get them refilled once a month oh god that's that's a lot and <laughs> I mean I can't remember the last time like I rub 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 my eyes that's even rico like when you take off your oh, eye so no. you have to you have to clean around them you know I love them because but on my you don't put mascara on it eyelash extensions at all like but see you my leave. thing with that is like what if you do like if, if i was to put those lashes on and then i want to do an eye makeup with all the shadow then all the powder on the it eyelashes gets on then you them. gotta put on some mascara like you can't just go like all powdery or the makeup artist has to clean it up yeah with the brush but yeah you have to son delicadas yeah. y el otro día when i we went to our girls trip el otro día i saw one of my girls putting on eyelash strips and I said, yo nunca me puedo poner esas mierdas porque siempre me, sa- me salen chuecas. <laughs> and she showed me a makeup artist taught her how to make up, how to put them on. With she showed me the easiest way to put them on with tweezers. Of course. De las pones Boom. en medio. I didn't side, know that. Side. Yeah. She go put them in the middle and then side to side. And I was like, are you And serious? you know the trick on that? It's you have to let the glue dry to a certain consistency for it to not get all messy and for it to stick on the first, you know. You, when you put an eyelash yeah strip. when yeah when you put the eyelash strip. so you have to but you have to make sure that the eye that the glue yeah, is not too watery glue on it you cannot do it like right away you have to let it dry a little bit and then it's kind of like you know sticky feeling then you put it on and then it's done oh my yeah. gosh yeah she showed me while we were in the car as the car was moving and i was like oh, yeah. she's a pro yeah, whoever taught her, taught her how to put them on great. So, ¿qué te iba a decir? ¿Qué más? Oye, ¿cómo te sientes tú más hermosa? ¿Cuando tienes maquillaje o cuando no tienes maquillaje? Because you are, you know, a makeup guru. So, how do you, are you at home, like, fully makeup out? Or, or are you ever without makeup? Oh, um, like I tell you, I have a melasma problem. So, I cannot really, I don't like to go out with no makeup. Because it's like, you know, people just stare like, oh, you know. So, I, that's how I feel. So, uh, yeah, at home I don't wear makeup, but it, I I don't post pictures with no makeup or I don't go to the grocery store with no makeup. But, you know, that's hormonal stuff that I can't really do anything about it. I just yeah. have to deal with it and but thank God for foundation. You Thank God. But <laughs> do you feel beautiful when you don't I have do, makeup on? I do. I do. I do. I do. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's just, I don't feel comfortable just, you know, going out like that. Like Yeah, it's part it, of who you are. Yeah, it's part I of mean, your brand. Girl, I'm going to come out with some good full cover foundations with Jadis because you oh. know, I will be able to promote them very well because, you know, I got the problem, girl. So it's, this is going to work for you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, you know, I think every girl is pretty without makeup. We all have our flaws and sometimes we don't feel comfortable, you know, showing some things or whatever. But um, 
yeah, I don't wear makeup every day. Like when I'm home, I'm like, oh, I don't want to wear makeup. Yeah. I go to so many events and then I do videos and I have to apply makeup all the time that when I don't have to, I'm like, you know, my husband loves me. My kids love me. That's all that matters. So that's I'm all that matters. With no makeup. Yes. Ay, que bonito. So what is your Instagram? So everybody can follow you on Instagram. Yes. My Instagram is uh, makeup by JH. And YouTube, they can find me as Jackie Hernandez. Jackie Hernandez, and she uploads. Of, and what about your personal blog? And my vlog, uh, that's Jackie D Story. Jackie D Story, just Jackie and then D Story. Yeah, Jackie D Story. Yes. Y hablas en inglés y español. The vlog is Spanglish because my husband doesn't speak Spanish, so that's uh, Spanglish channel. And then the beauty channel is mainly well, it's just Spanish because you know that's my first language. I feel more comfortable speaking Spanish and. I'm there for the Hispanic Latino community. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's good. Do you get a lot of viewership from, I'm, I'm sure, the United States, but where's your largest viewership from? Is it Mexico? Yeah, Mexico. 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 ¿De qué parte de México eres? De Guadalajara, Jalisco. Oh, Woo! a lot of people are from Guadalajara. Uh, Guadalajara? I see right here, uh, Tapatio, are you? From? Erika? He's from uh, uh, a little city called Ayutlan, Jalisco. Okay. Jalisco, yeah. Mm, nice. Yeah, and my mom is from DF. Del DF. Yeah. Erika, say Guadalajara. I'll sing it. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not gonna sing. Go, do it real Mexican. Guadalajara, Guadalajara. Guadalajara, wow. Guadalajara. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, Jackie, I'm so glad we ran into each other. We're connected. Yes. Thank you so much for coming in, bearing gifts. Me and Ruby, seriously, we love when people bring us gifts. Oh, I hope you guys enjoy it. And thank I'm going to make sure so I um, put on this. Uh, como, what's that word you use? I'm gonna put the shalala. Color. I'm gonna put on some shalala. Yes, you're gonna, gonna love it. I'm gonna take a picture with my shalala and show you some love on Instagram. Yeah. Today's show is fun. Huh? Anthony, you've been quiet on our show. What, what's up, Anthony Engineer? You've been talking the whole time. I hadn't had any, anything to say today. Did you want to say anything to Jackie before we leave? You look lovely. Thank you so much. Ah, uh, Anthony, <laughs> you're such a gentleman. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for checking in with us once again. Follow Jackie on Instagram. Follow me at Roxy's World. And uh, you'll you'll see the picture on on um, Instagram. It is right, and the behind the scenes that goes down. We'll see you guys next week, guys. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.